Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us finish the 10th parak. Parak Yud of Mishnah is Trumos with Mishnah 11 and Mishnah 12, Yud Aleph and Yud Base. Yesterday, we discussed if you pickle vegetables together, so there is a transference of taste from one vegetable to the next, provided that one of the vegetables is sharp, like a radish. It's very sharp, it's pungent, it's able to give off a flavor into the other vegetables. The implication of that Mishnah was that that is only when it's pickled together, but if it were to be cooked together, then certainly there would be a transference of taste, even if it wasn't sharp. You have two vegetables, you have a carrot and a cucumber. Since it's being cooked, then you can assume one's going to impart flavor in the other, and therefore if one is truma, one is chulin, the chulin now is going to have flavor of truma in it, and thus a kohen, only a kohen can consume it. Our Mishnah Yidalev is now going to give another view, disagreeing with the previous Mishnah, or at least the implication that one could derive from the previous Mishnah, and says, actually, that's not so true of Yosi Omer. The only thing that's prohibited, if it's cooked together, is if you cook a tardim, which is a beet, a very sharp beet, that's going to prohibit any vegetable, but barring this very sharp beet, then we assume even cooking is not going to impart taste. Rav Shimon Omer says, actually, it's not so true. There's another exception, that is, He's going to say the only case where you have an imp- uh, one thing going to impart flavor into the other is if you have a cabbage that grows in an irrigated field. If you have a field that doesn't normally get rain, and therefore the way in which you uh, give water to the cabbages that you use you know, your drip irrigation system, like in Israel, you have a desert, or Israel actually you should know most of Israel is not even a desert. It looks like a desert, but it's not an actual desert. The reason why no rain gets there is because the mountains uh, the mountains surround Israel, essentially, and prevent rain from the clouds from getting over into the desert. But once, if the clouds do get high enough or break through the mountains and it does rain, suddenly you see this, this desert flourishing and flowers coming, coming up out of nowhere. How does that work? Because really, Israel's not a desert in the classical sense that things don't grow there because it never rains, but rather it's just hard for the clouds to get there. So, either way, that was a tangent there. Let's assume that you have a field that doesn't get rain, and the way in order you have to water it is you irrigate it, so you have cabbage that grows from that, and that cabbage usually tends to be a little weaker. They're, they're drier um, because it's not naturally moist, and that gets cooked with a cabbage that grows in a field that gets rainwater, rainwater where the, field, the cabbage, by definition, by, it just ends up being a lot moister. So then we assume they should bolea the cabbage of chulin that grows in an irrigated field because it's not as moist, it's going to actually absorb, uh, absorb flavor and be from the cabbage of the rainwater field because that's a lot, a lot lusher, a lot, um, has a lot more moisture in it, and that's going to impart flavor. And therefore, if the cabbage of the rain field is truma, it's going to impart flavor into the cabbage of the chulin cabbage of the irrigated field. And there's one more opinion, be more lenient, more makel, or be hudomer, komaz vashlam zem Any foods cooked together are actually mutter. El imbasser, unless it's cooked with meat. If you take a truma, uh, truma vegetable, and you cook with meat, we're going to assume it's going to give flavor to the meat. Rav Yochan Menuri Omer, hakavid osaris. Kosher, um, non-kosher liver is going to prohibit any food. Because the way non-kosher liver works, I don't know if anyone remembers back in the old days. I certainly don't, but I learned about it when I learned Yardea. Um, liver is full of blood. It's just totally full of blood, which is why it's so hard to get a kosher. If you have, let's say, a non-kosher liver, it comes from uh, an animal that perhaps that wasn't shechted. And it's, going to, it's constantly uh, 
imparting its flavor into whatever it's cooking with. However, because it's it's busy releasing flavor, it does not absorb. Therefore, hakavod aseris liver is going to ask for anything it cooks with veinu aseris, but it's not going to become forbidden if you cook it with something that is forbidden. It's constantly releasing flavor, but not absorbing any flavor. Last mish, let's continue the laws of food that are permitted that were cooked with truma food. If you take an egg and you cook with forbidden spices, let's say you have a spice that's truma and you cook the egg in it, even the yolk is going to be aser. Because it absorbs. You may think that the albumin, which is the, the white part of the egg, uh, prevents the spice from permeating into the yolk. And the answer is no, even the yolk is going to absorb it. Lastly, the water of truma vegetables and the water of pickled truma vegetables, the water, let's say you make a, you, you cook a vegetable very well in water, then that water is going to take on the, 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 the same idea of truma. It's going to come, take on the, the qualities of truma, and therefore a non-Kohen can't eat it. And actually, it's a fascinating discussion, which we're not going to get into now, comes up in the Sechlis Brachos, a concept of Meishlokos, that perhaps the Gemara has a Havamina, which may, may even follow halacha, although to get their halacha is a little more complicated. But when you cook vegetables for long enough in in water, that water may even become considered, to some extent, the vegetable in and of itself, and therefore may be ha'adoma on, veg- on, on the water, which is fascinating, but beyond the scope of our conversation, I wish you all a wonderful day.